2: Hello and welcome to the 439th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in the city beautiful of Orlando, Florida.
3: Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis.
0: And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts. Boys, I am back. And I'll tell you what, I am feeling a renewed sense Of frustration, being friends with you guys. (laughs) Oh,
3: great! After now,
0: did you did 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 you listen? (laughs) After taking a week off, yeah, Yeah. and 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 not being able to respond uh, to you boys on the episode last week. Yeah, I just I I think I've found that passion again to really really disagree with you and uh, and let you know how incorrect you've been uh, for the at least the past seven days, if not the past seven years.
3: so so, i'm glad to re-up it it. yeah we need to refresh it now and then it's important
2: seven years has been great i did just do the math at 439 episodes that's 18 full days of slow ride podcast material if you (laughs) assume a one hour episode per um spencer how many times did you have to go back and listen to the podcast to get all of our mistakes and really build that rage
0: well, Tim, I don't think that it's possible to collect all of the mistakes uh, in a slow ride episode, um, but, you know, so I, ju- I just did the one, the one listen through, I think that gave me enough material for uh, the next few, several months uh, okay. to, to come, yeah. you know, um, so, so I, I, I hope the people the are ready, I hope uh, everyone's excited, uh, I, am, I am ready to hit the ground running and, uh, and let you guys know where you messed up, first of all.
2: <laughs> Just getting getting right into
0: it. First of all, we need to settle something. Uh there was a, there was a long discussion about the championship belt and I, I don't even know where you left it. Um but the, the fact that belt. <laughs> You <were> sure. Uh, <laughs> Tim, you were pushing Temporary. You were pushing Temporary. to give this belt to Jonathan Waters, is that correct?
2: Oh, I sure hope not.
3: I think that's I, I we don't know what about. I. Yeah, I would. No, I think remember. you
2: talked about look I'm not taking that one. I'm not taking that bullet. Really? Uh, wow. I think, so maybe I had, a, I had a stroke. I forgot. I think the, you know?
3: the interim <laughs> belt is sort of like. Um, you know how you have that one belt that only works for that one pair of dress pants that you wear maybe one uh-huh. time a year, so it just stays on the pants? <laughs> so, as long as the pants it, it, don't get dirty when you wear it to the one wedding, you just you keep it on there. You're like, I don't need to wash but, it. Here's
1: Back, the thing. Hang are,
2: up in are, the they the yeah, are they the white pants? Yeah. the Vodder's white pants? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or they're plaid. I listen to you clowns,
0: and I'll, cl- <laughs> I'll, I'll collectively include Michael Bodenheimer in there. Thanks so much, Michael, for being on the show in my stead last week. Last appreciate minute it. notice, uh, I know, so I very much appreciate but... I'm throwing you into the clowns. Um, yeah, all right, the clown car. You guys had a whole debate uh, around giving giving the championship belt uh, to someone new, which <laughs> I will say it needs to move. It needs to move. The time has come. It needs to move. You guys are correct there. The debate between Tebow Pino and 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 Jonathan Fodders is over. Uh, some Twitter sniping back and forth. It's pretty good, but it's not good enough. And no, not one, not anybody came up and was like, "Hey, what about Derek G, who's just been crushing it all this whole tour, doing exactly what the Slow Ride Podcast Belt is all about?" It's, just not it's winning. Just, I, I was screaming yeah, we, we at my phone. Him. This was moments into the podcast already. Oh, did he come up as a <laughs> nomination? Because I didn't. Hear no, him.
3: I don't think so. But he got he got plenty of love when we talked about him and and Tom's. Yeah. Owning the brakes for a few days, but G did. He won the combativity award or whatever. Yeah. That's that's almost that's as good as a belt.
0: Derek. Oh, I, yeah, he got recognition from everyone, including the Giro d'Italia, except for the Slow Ride podcast. Oh, What's well. going on? <laughs> well, it's, well, I he's mean,
2: Canadian. He's yeah. he's you know what else is different? They're used to getting all second right, place right, in most right. things.
0: You guys royally screwed that <laughs> up.
2: Uh, oh, the God. whole discussion
0: right. was a disaster, a train wreck, so, completely.
2: So, so tie out. Is Pino gonna get the belt?
0: Well, I am going to go ahead and, and officially uh, f- fix this by making <laughs> oh, a nomination really? <laughs> myself for the championship belt to change hands from the duo that won the uh, Gravel <laughs> World Championships on a tandem all those months ago. Uh, and I am Do you going remember to... their names?
2: No, not at all. <laughs> all right. Let me just say their names because <laughs> they, they do deserve a little bit of respect. Patrick Boss and Tristan Bonegrime okay. of episode 404. <laughs> <laughs> They've had
0: it uh, quite the rain.
2: <laughs> They've had it in one one days worth or no, one half days worth of slow ride podcast. Yeah, I
0: suppose they have to yeah. split that time between themselves. Anyway, yeah. I would like to officially nominate for your uh, discussion, of course, Garrett Thomas uh, for the Slow Ride Podcast Championship belt.
2: I was going to nominate him today because I, you know, I I just want to point out that the interim belt. Written down in the official record keeping. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I am sad to report, little guy, that it does say interim belt, Jonathan Vauders, episode part 38. So it was interim. Just going to get a whole, a whole strike through on that one. The, <laughs> like It didn't the, happen.
0: The man is not even a current professional <laughs> cyclist. <laughs> how, how could you give him the. Anyway. Yeah, I mean,
3: is that, is that uh, a rule? Neither
2: is Lachlan, there, Lachlan Morton. Oh, yeah! It's more. Uh, (laughs) I don't even think he would care about
3: that because he's living his best life.
2: (laughs) I will absolutely, one hundred percent, second Garren Thomas, because Garrett Thomas stole the heart of a world, not only today, but yesterday when he lost the pink jersey. Mm -hmm. When he let out Cavendish today, he was the ultimate, like. He's replaced Valverde in our book. He's, We've talked about this. Before the Giro, a, we said it was Garrett Thomas's like sure. he's the guy. He's the he, 38-year-old he, Giro. He proved
0: to be a gentleman with a capital G.
2: 100% deserves the belt.
3: All right. I while I agree with all your guys' sentiments, how do, how do you look past the guy who won the race?
0: <laughs> Because this is the slowest championship he didn't, belt.
2: This he is he not anything anything the trophy. He didn't do anything until the time trial when yeah, it was cool. But guess what, little guy? I don't watch time trials. <laughs> but what I do watch is Garrett Thomas leading out Mark Cavendish on his very last Juro stage. You watched what this I do stage, watch...
3: but you didn't watch the time trial? No, I don't you
2: watch really the time trial. You really did have a
3: stroke. This was a really good time trial. You didn't watch the time trial, but you watched yeah. the final stage the flat stage. I it can't even believe I'm
0: yeah. I'm all here for little guy explaining to us everything about this time trial. Little guy, the floor is yours. Tell okay. us about this amazing time trial.
3: I agree for the most part. You know that time trials no good, but this was one a mountain time trial, which are uh-huh. always goofy. It was at yes. the end of three weeks, and it it provided all the drama we could ever want out of a time trial. Uh-huh. We got uh, before we even go. To, the big thing was we got the last like six riders on GC. Every one of them like set the fastest time. Had to go sit in the hot seat basically for a, a uh-huh. minute until the next guy came and smashed the time. So we got like Pino in the jersey, and then Caruso, and then Almeida. Almeida did a really funny wave when he saw Roglic's time coming up, and he just <laughs> sort of like waved at the camera like, "That's not. I, there's no way I'm sitting here any longer." Like a total comic book thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got. Roglic's chain falling off because he was in the complete crazy granny gear. Got the like push from what turned out to be Great. his former ski jumping teammate, who was just on the side oh. of the road as a, a fan.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Teammate, that, that was very good. P- the also, guy, the guy the... who
3: pushed him was his former teammate, like a former ski oh, yeah, jumper. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure
0: uh, you have at, a, I, a lot wait, of teammates. Wait now, the uh, the former ski jumping teammate from the re uh. So the region they were racing in was where Roglic had won a World Cup yes. ski jumping. Yeah so yeah. And uh that guy was on that team. Like yeah. it was it's like, crazy.
3: It's a crazy like series of things. And not only like the the reason this Giro actually planned it well, I was like suspect Tim's making all <laughs> kinds of faces at me right you now. I wish everyone could see this, but <laughs> but the fact that this final stage was so perfectly set up for a Roglic G <laughs> showdown on the mountain, and then you had it being so close to all the Slovenian fans, that, like, that whole country seemed to be on that mountain. There's only, like, 2 million people in the country. It seems like the most of them... of New Mexico. Yeah. Well, the craziest thing is uh, Wales is only, like, 3 million people. So, like... And, like, Portugal... Omida on the podium is only ten, so it's like smaller than some you think, large cities. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. do you think Garrett Thomas lost the pink jersey because it stopped raining, and he was like, "This isn't <laughs> Wales anymore"?
0: Yeah, I think he lost the jersey because of the slow helmet change that he decided to take uh, well, during the time trial. Little guy, I can't exactly. believe he didn't bring
3: up. No, I mean, I was going to bring that up. One, there was mandatory bike changes; like, you couldn't. They weren't allowing you to ride a TT bike on the steep part of the climb, because it was just motorcycles following. But they weren't allowing um, it. So you had to do bike changes, which I think if you're going to have the bike change thing, I kind of like making everybody do it. Like, it takes away yeah. the question, and then everyone <laughs> yeah. has to practice it. And it that, for me, was the scariest point of watching the time trial. Like, I was sure both G and Roglic are very crash-prone, which we've talked about. I was <laughs> almost sure, certain one of them was going to, like try to go, do it too quickly, put that yeah. look cleat on the ground, and we've all ridden our look, our time pedals in these days, and you get off do at do the coffee sparks. shop and you just slide and fall. You, it looks super cool. They both was, were very conservative with their bike change sure. for that it very It was pointed
2: reason. out to me, it was pointed out on Twitter a couple times that yeah. Tram definitely did not win the Giro with the chain droppage on the one by.
3: Was it a one by was it a one by with the pie plate? I wasn't sure if it was a two by with the pie plate yeah no that wasn't a good look. It's never a good look but he's still he's you know he's strong enough so, to still win it so
2: little guy, let me um i just I just heard from the um the Supreme Court of Tim's mind. And uh, nope, didn't convince me that time trials are something I should watch. So I appreciate your efforts. It was great and fantastic. I'm
3: not arguing Um, for time trials generally, but definitely mountain time trials are
2: cool. uh, There's a second on the table for a world championship belt handover to Garrett Thomas.
3: I... I will, I will, I will go with it just for the sake of okay. like us moving on in the podcast. But I do feel like Roglic, whoa, the, the whoa, redemption arc, whoa, no, whoa. like
0: put some respect the, on, name. I have name. tons of respect the for G, but okay. the redemption the, arc of Roglic is also its own
3: high quality story. Both of no. them had a very compelling narrative that's like separate from the
0: race. But only one of them casually walked into the bike change area and was like actually let me change my helmet too well Uh, i think this is go it seems like let me have a spot of tea real quick
3: oh no for sure roglitz roglitz obviously the time trial the time trial helmet demons would not have allowed him to have two helmets fit properly in the same day like he's not going to take that kind of chance
2: what about garen thomas's interview after he lost the pink jersey he's just like eh. yeah (laughs) well like he beat me by what 40 seconds and had a crash i, I do like appreciate a, a big mechanic that
0: oh yeah that g was like oh yeah. this is it's better to get absolutely smashed yeah. than to lose it by a couple seconds because yeah. at least this way i know i had no chance
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what he sounded like he sounded like the master's rider that's been doing the group ride and then got beat at the town line sprint by like the, the junior and is just like ah, i gave it my all that's all right I've Whoa. been here before. <laughs> I've won the biggest race. <laughs> you know, like, go, good <laughs> job, Roglitch. Love you. Like, well, go get him I, next time. Good luck in the tour. <laughs>
3: let's not forget. I mean, G got uh, second on the stage. I'll get the you know, he, 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 this is very a la 89 tour. Like, you know, you'll remember that Roglitch won and took it and like smashed everybody, but G was still the second best rider on the stage. Um, <laughs> yeah. He is one of only four riders within a minute, you know, in, in the <laughs> same thing. Like, he put in a huge time trial. He just he had to put in an just unbelievable time trials. So
2: it was a good it was a good Giro Cavendish won today. But um, Spencer, I, I feel like we didn't let you cook enough there. That was just the podcast belt. What else you got on this list? <laughs> that you wanted to, seemed like you had some pace for a while there, like a Guy Ritchie film, and and then we kind of got dragged out a little bit.
0: Well, I don't, I don't need this whole show to be like slamming you guys for an hour straight because I will need a couple episodes if we're gonna get through everything. Um, I will, however, yeah. uh, say you, you 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 did have a ton on the plate on the agenda last week to get through, so I understand that you didn't leave yourself a lot of time uh, to to really dive into the, uh, uh, the USA cycling survey that came out. But I am disappointed, uh, to be, to be honest. Uh, it is rare for Tim to miss an opportunity to go hard at USA cycling. And you're just sort of like, yeah, it sucks. It's disappointing. It's really lame it's an absolute travesty. This thing is a dumpster fire and literally the entire board of USA cycling should all be fired and step down out of the shame of this absolute masterpiece of garbage that they put out. It is, it is not, it's not good practice in any way, shape or form for collecting data yeah. for yeah. managing, a uh, 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 uh international sport body or whatever um, it, it showed no understanding of the information that they were even trying to gather it showed no sympathy, no empathy it was That's a it, a tire fire in every sense of the word like the USA Cycling board needs to step down this was beyond pathetic Is terrible, you don't let the population of a sports, participants <laughs> choose who can participate in the sport. is not go wrong. their business. What could, go wrong? what could possibly go wrong? Is is a is an absolute travesty.
2: This. Well, whole I'm happy thing. you brought it back up because it, it it definitely warrants that kind of response. Yeah, I feel like we didn't.
0: I mean you did fine. It's not like you were like, Oh, yeah. I don't know, it seems okay. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like,
2: I, I could have used your help a little bit, you know. I, I saw it on the uh, Twitter and read like an article. I was like, This is stupid. It was I'm stupid. not even gonna read anymore.
0: What's shocked me Tim is is that research gathering runs in the family yeah. uh i don't know if you know this but there's a team uh that we used to be on uh called <laughs> little guy racing and we had a yeah. sponsor called bj yeah, was great. research
2: <laughs> was great great research firm. <laughs> it
0: yeah, was okay. and this bj research company did research <laughs> yeah literally yeah. sent out survey questions that was their job they re, they they gathered yeah. data for yeah. their clients and uh we uh when we received the data that their name was b j research we <laughs> ourselves uh yeah. pretty much yeah. to death and suggested maybe tweak the name a little bit to yeah, it was, uh, like it was good feedback it was, it it was good, good feedback feed, yeah. Good research they, yeah to right. their credit they did um yeah. but i can't believe that you uh with connections direct connections to uh a, a, a research <laughs> company along the lines and the prestige of b j research um <laughs> <laughs> Could not pick up on the, the question, the line of questioning yeah. in this survey and say, you know what, I don't think wrong. I think that they are fishing to get answers that they want to hear. Uh, so they just sweep some things under the rug and move on.
2: Um, 100%. This was not I agree with the other.
0: a very well put together uh, survey. It was not a well executed survey and is not a
2: very ethical survey uh, to put it lightly. That's just lately, but it's, it's totally correct. Yeah. What's next on the list?
0: <laughs> are, you guys, are you guys not done yet? Are you guys ready no, for no. more? I feel oh, like you yeah. should give All me right. a break. I'm, no, uh, no. I'll, I'll no, come no,
2: back is... at you maybe after All the cream right. lap. Okay. So let's, uh, the, the, um, so much truth there. Uh, <laughs> uh, Derek G, um, the winner guys, of the Giro?
0: You guys adopted adopting just, him. Did you, did you officially adopt him? Or yeah, is I that mean, a thing I that, think that think we... we I think at we this die. point, he's too big.
2: We the, That fish has flown the coop. Well, the... It was pretty... After the fourth, second place, <laughs> I kind of just didn't want him to win anymore because I think that... Or, sorry, I didn't want him to win. I just wanted him to keep getting second place because, you know... That means his grandson is going to become like the greatest cyclist of all time. Ah, That's true.
3: Well, he he finished it the off eternal though, with, second place. He finished second in the points and the mountain competition too. Just to yeah. <laughs> just to did sort you of guys, round out the seconds.
0: Did you guys appreciate the fact that he did make it off the front today in the final stage? Uh, there just briefly.
3: Again, I didn't. Wa- I don't watch final stages. Tim does. So uh, Tim, Tim, did you appreciate that?
2: <laughs> uh, slightly. Yeah. 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 Wow.
3: I mean that's wow. nice. It's nice that he's he's he I don't know how you can attack every day. I mean, there was a lot of other Re- guys who were
2: revelation
3: of the tour. Up there, but
2: yeah. I feel
0: like what Derek G pulled off is as if a rookie pro wrote into the Slow Ride podcast and was like, Hey guys, I'm going to my first big tour. Uh what can I do to make myself <laughs> stand out? Like I'm probably not gonna win a stage, you know. I'm I like I'll take one if I can, like yeah. that kind of thing. But and I I'm on Israel
2: Premier Tech. Like no yeah. one cares about our team.
0: I need something uh. a little outside of the box to get myself some TV time. What should I do? I feel like going to break every single day is what
2: we would tell them. <laughs> it's like, well, we like we really love Tom Scoons. That's what Tom's does. Mm-hmm. And then also the perfectly placed compatriot Canadian compatriot, like that one Twitter that day. Like mm-hmm. the very mm-hmm. Canadian encouragement. Yeah. Okay, one more K to the top, then you're going to get that, and then you're going to win that effing sprint. And then, of course, he doesn't, he gets second. But, you know, that was very encouraging in the, it's a, the it's miserable rain. It's all very rain. Canadian. It's
1: all very yeah, Canadian.
0: it's great. Yeah. It, wouldn't, it, it wouldn't feel right if he won. I think you're right, Tim.
2: It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very good.
0: He'd have
1: it's to apologize to, to the, the entire
0: peloton. I mean,
3: it'd, be, it'd take forever.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> excuse me, coming in on your right there. Do you think that's been the problem? Was that he was he was announcing which way he was going on the sprint? He's like, excuse well, me, about to attack.
3: I hey. guarantee that that stage where Den's basically punched him in the face with his victory celebration, <laughs> Derek, he probably apologized yeah. for it. I'm sorry, uh, I almost ran into sorry, your fist sorry. there.
0: It looks like my well, face ran into your fist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that.
2: Uh, that's that's, that's <laughs> great. Love it. Um, so overall, Giro, we do this every time on a scale of <laughs> 1 to 10. How do we rank the Giro? I'll start. Ugh. It was a 5. It was a 5. It was a. Mm. It was as much as I like Garrett Thomas. I didn't like the Palmares. It should have been a two-week tour. It was just like, again, save the excitement for the last week and not enough mountains. This,
0: gonna, is a, gonna this is going to be a tough Giro for the three-week yeah. people to defend.
3: I think you have to almost. I agree, Tim. In a way, you got to defend it as almost two races. In that, the G the GC race really didn't happen until the third week. But as a, as a vehicle, yeah, and as a vehicle though, and like the bad weather, as a vehicle for like individual stages, um, and breakaways and stuff, it was exciting. Even the some of the sprint stages were like. Um, it it wasn't there wasn't such like a group of sprinters who who was like confirmed you thought were gonna win so I feel like as like they, individual races they were interesting but as a as a cohesive narrative it it did sort of drag a little until the end I guess is what I'm saying.
0: Do you think they need more jerseys? Like
2: do you think you could could like, they do more? Uh, like who won the first week? Who won By the, the way, second week? The who won the third week? that new the UC- jerseys. I'm with you, Spencer. The and little guy. I know you're not defending it, but the UCI rule that like you can't have more than four jerseys. Is Can stupid. you not have more than four? Cause cause think about I, what else. Like it's a. The Giro but, like, used that's to have how more. You could They
3: used to you know, have like. Then you could like, have like last place could be
2: the jersey. The what was it? The Negro Modelo yeah. or whatever. That's <laughs> a beer, but it's like the um. They yes. had like the last place would wear the black jersey. Lantern. Okay, um, so
3: here's a question, and I don't know this, but you see is that why they give out like different colored race numbers for some things or like so like if, is there a rule like you yeah, know we have so many jerseys sense. and then and then they're like oh cool we can give out numbers and then you know the team comp everybody know. wears the same darn helmet or whatever yeah you know?
2: I
0: don't the know Maglia nera is what it's called f- I feel like if somebody can win an individual stage and then win an overall for a stage race they can also break that up a little smaller and do you know this person yeah. won the first week and this person won the second week
3: Here's my yeah, idea you can for to go for things jerseys if you win a stage, you get to wear a jersey that just has the number of that on it. Uh-huh. The rest of the race. Spence- so that, like, Spenters. the camera can constantly find you that it's like, oh, there's a big six in the peloton. Let's not forget that uh, Nico Denz won stage six. And, like, you get, like, the constant, like, through the week, <laughs> you know, like, there he is, stage seven winner. And then, like, Primo, some, on some of these, like, the voltas, he just, he'd look like the Riddler. Like, he had, yeah. like, numbers all over him.
2: So, oh, that's a good one. Do you, um, Spencer, uh, you weren't here last week to discuss. What did you think of the Joe Martin Stage Race leaders jerseys?
0: Uh, I didn't even take a look, but I'm sure oh. they're awesome. Uh, you guys seemed excited right. about them. They're um, so
2: good. Okay.
0: I was uh, a little bit out of commission last week, so I didn't didn't
2: follow okay. up on some things. Okay, that's fine. Sixteenth um, place at the Giro this uh, year was Bruno Bruno Amoril, who was yes. the gentleman that was in the pink jersey for a little while.
0: Yeah, good Definitely way to big finish. Good way to finish. I didn't hear, I, I didn't
2: hear a numerical value for the, from you, little oh. guy on this uh, wow. Jesus. he comes back from a week off. Talk about rejuvenated. This, this is. I, a force. Did I hear I a numerical
0: value from I, you? I don't I, think I heard it. I, no, I am not I I, given a review yet at all
3: because, because, because I'm he's waiting gonna, for you
2: to. Complete. He's going to critique both of ours because he's on fire. Let him cook, mm. and just tell us what it is, Matt. Because we got to get to the start of the show here.
3: Oh, I'm going to I'm going to say it's a six and a half.
2: Yeah, gonna be one and better than me. Yeah. <laughs> surprising all right it was a five at most well you got spencer well uh <laughs> tell us why we're wrong i mean you're pretty
0: wrong uh this stage was amazing blah 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 time trial was great something else remco wasn't there makes it a big uh bummer remember all the highs and lows remember all the Derek g breakaways and the tom Skewins, uh yeah. uh attempts as well you know remember the the calves sliding across the finish line. Oh, um, that was a
2: classic. That's our new oh, yeah. Twitter profile photo, by the
0: way. I know. I appreciated Great. that uh, yeah. you had that yeah. crash porn up there right after uh, telling me that all <laughs> Legion does was uh, talk about crashing and glorifying <laughs> it.
2: Um, and then the
1: next
0: week, you put calves sliding
2: across the road. Yeah, it was a, it was a good it was a good text for you that it, <laughs> when I, I liked it. Yeah, that was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, I mean, I think this chair was. Uh, pretty bad, pretty bad. Um, I think it tried to redeem itself there in the end. Uh, it did a good job, got itself all the way up to a three. Um, but before that, it was not <laughs> looking good. Three?
3: But you want to nominate G for mostly, the belt. You're, you're most, like, the race was uh, terrible, uh, but on. one of the yes. protagonists is belt-worthy.
0: Like so true. here's the thing. The low rating is mostly due to the weather... And the brutality of the race, it wasn't very good. It didn't make it very interesting, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. the defense for giving G the belt is is not for his performance. He could have got 16th place. Um, I don't really care. It was for the mentality that he showed throughout giving excellent interviews about ex-dopers in the 90s. Yeah, that's yes. right. About getting crushed in the time trial and about uh, and then just leading out Cavendish today, uh, I think that kind of exemplifies oh, so
2: uh, what the belt's all about. I mean, it's normally true. I would pull out the the world according to G, right? Mm-hmm. Like this would be the moment, and I'm just gonna go straight to his Twitter account. Well, if I couldn't win, I thought I might as well try and help an old mate out. Call it an early retirement pressy for Mark Cavendish because he did go to the front with like. I mean, it was like a it was like a classic little guy racing lead out where he goes to the front and then he gets swallowed up with like 500 meters to go. That Cavendish still had to surf yeah. wheels to take the victory, but no one on Astana was going to be there to help him.
3: No, he, he he gave him a good he gave him a good turn. What do you have? You have yeah, like
2: Sanchez was like the last one there for Cavendish because no <laughs> one else in Astana was even around at the finish or in the race.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we got a a six and a half from Little Guy ranging all the way down to a three from me. Guys, uh, I'm hoping the Grand Tour season kicks it up a notch as we move forward. Because this one... uh, I think the classics were a lot more exciting. Let's just put it that way.
3: Yeah, they had a more... I mean, it kind of hurt that our three protagonists, our main protagonists of the spring all... Took a break and yeah. it, it made it a little hard to get the get the narrative going again, you know.
2: Yeah. So, um, let's talk more about the Giro in this week's pre-lap with our very own correspondent Jay Vine. I'm
1: Tommy Walker, and you're you're listening to the Slow Ride podcast.
0: We just right, picked a random now? J, yeah, Two we're just, just thinking bad. random. J Bine, huh? I, I yeah,
2: missed that memo last week, huh? Right. Yeah, you missed that memo. We did. Fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Fair enough. I don't even know who we're supposed to pick now. This is it Bobby Jungles? It's going to be next week's correspondent. Oh, okay. <laughs> we got him queued up.
0: Anyway, uh, Tim, this week, uh, yeah. I know that we are racing uh, to the line. I am like G, leading you out to the line. Uh, leading the entire listenership of this podcast out to line as they are nipping at your heels uh, about oh, to yeah. swallow <laughs> you up with 500 <laughs> meters to go. Uh, and we're heading over to hammerhead.io because we're going to check out the new, uh, 2 to cycling computer, which is what I have on the front of my bike. It is what I rely on to get me around this kind of new area that I live in for the past, uh, uh you know, year or whatever now. Um, I have to download the maps. Make sure I don't get lost in the wilderness. There's bears out here, you know? Like I need to know where I am. I need it's to know where easy, I'm going.
2: Super easy to download, super easy to set up and super easy to use with that giant touchscreen.
0: Yeah. And it looks great. It it lights up. It's uh I love it I can swipe around in my gloves, everything. Um I encourage everybody to head over to hammerhead.io and check out the crew too. Um Watch some reviews on the YouTube if you want. Like, learn about it. Uh, And if you do end up picking it up, uh, use the code SLOWRIDE uh, at checkout, and you can get yourself a heart rate monitor strap um, to go along with that thing, which also I have, and is super comfortable, and I really... I didn't think I had an opinion on heart rate straps until I got this one. I was like, oh, this is way better than the other one that I have that is mostly plastic and kind of like pinches, you know, pinches the old uh, man boob there. You know, it's not it's not nice. Uh, this yeah. one's very comfy. You don't have to nice lick cloth. the strap either. That was and always no, the worst never, part. Yeah. I've never licked the strap. Oh. Yeah. Salty. <laughs> So hammerhead.io, uh, use the code SLOWRIDE at checkout. Get yourself the heart rate strap as well. Um, check out what they've got going on over there at Hammerhead. It is highly recommended by the Slow Ride podcast.
2: We'd also like to th- encourage you to head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out more about our collection of shows. All-new Grodio dropped today, Tales from the Mid-Pack. We've also got the wonderful um, content coming to us from Psychocross Radio, you heard uh, Michael Bodenheimer last week. He's always um, a guest on there when we talk about cyclocross season when that's around the corner with the likes of uh, Zach and Bill. So it's uh, check it out. Head over to Wideanglepodium.com. Criterion Nation. Tons of great content from the folks of independent cycling media. Huh. Pretty good. Let's get back to the show.
1: My name is Matthew Vanderpool, and I don't listen to the Slow Ride Podcast.
2: All right, guys, here we are back at the show. We have the Slow Ride Podcast email bag to get to. We'd like to thank all of those that email us at theslowridepodcast at gmail.com. Um, shout out. I, I had to log into Facebook for the first time in about a year and a half the other, uh, other day. Um, okay. The, the official Slow Ride Podcast uh, fan zone... Yeah. I don't even know what we called it, is still alive and well. Like, it's just, it's just crushing. I had a lot of notifications, did a quick survey. Seems like things are going pretty good in there. I didn't, That's awesome. I didn't want to jump in and ruin the content, you know? They've they, uh, they have always been crushing
0: it in that group, and I appreciate it, because I, I as well, uh, basically abandoned the Facebook a couple of years back. Um, but I am glad people are finding tons of joy
2: over there in the experience yeah. zone. I was, uh, as I was going in, I had to take care of, um, a few things. And then obviously, as you guys know, um, friend of the podcast, Otis, my dog, um, left us last week. So I had to go get some Instagram photos. Right. And naturally I was, you know, quickly found myself looking at our BMX days from when we were racing BMX at the barn. Um, that those photos live on the Facebook, nowhere else. Um, that's where they're probably going to stay, but, um, it was, uh, it was a uh, uh, fun to see that the uh, the fan experience zone is uh, still there. So go check it out; it's official. Um, Spencer, I I do not have an email in the inbox from you. Huh. Um, but it seems like we've only gotten through two of the topics. Um, so far that that we could have done better last week. Is there is there an email, dear the Slow Ride podcast, from an unnamed? super fan that has listened to every episode and knows almost everything about the slow ride podcast that uh, we want to uh, throw into the email bag
0: i mean there must be uh what else did you guys talk about last week because <laughs> you know, it just jog my memory i actually don't i don't have anything uh, like written down oh. here oh. Oh. but i'm oh. sure if i uh put some thought to it i can definitely find some more mistakes if if that's what you're looking for
2: So, Brian Hancock reaches out to us, the former pride of Michigan Cyclocross and former promoter of the Alma GP. Rest in peace, Brian. Thank you so much for the email. Dear gents, I'm curious who had the least painful looking remount at an Italian road race? (laughs) Primos or Woot?
3: Oh, Primos all the way.
2: Yeah. It looked pretty bad. Um, I know yep. we're talking about Cyclocross uh, here with uh, Brian, promoter of the world-famous Alma GP. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see who won stage two of the Tour of Norway? I certainly did. Yeah. A young yeah. yeah, That's the type of coverage you're not going to get anywhere else. Thibonese, <laughs> tell me more not. about nice Who is he? Why does it well, matter?
0: Uh, I He first came across my radar when he hit the pavement in Wisconsin and uh, broke his... Scapular or collarbone, I don't know. Um as a as a young phenom. Now I actually had heard of him before that. He's uh a quite quite popular, famous cyclist, but it's good to see him getting some results on the road at, at big races. Um Tour of Norway yeah, is actually a pretty cool race. If you haven't checked it out, uh I really enjoy watching that one. Um their Twitter coverage is pretty good too. And they just have a the jersey.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's a good race. I, I I, I said this last week. I'll say it again. There's almost too much racing overlapping with the Giro. And, like, Norway, on the women's well, side, has been... When
2: been they're racist one racing. week too long, you know, well, it kind of happens.
3: I'm just saying that, like, I've only had real bandwidth for the Giro. And there's been there's been mountain biking. And there's been, yeah, on the women's side, there's been a bunch of good racing. And
2: it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's actually... Yeah, a lot in, of Capecchi. Oh. won a, a
0: stage race did you guys uh also give an interim belt for, on the women's side to demi Vollering? or did that did that get sidetracked we... at some no. point that got, that got because that was much. definitely another thing that was a no. major
2: error so it, that i wanted to uh, talk about Whoa, why so we that, had we had he... we do have an i have in the notes here episode 433 we gave it to ally jackson yeah and then we proceeded to give it to Demi Vollering and immediately giving it back to Ellie Jackson yeah. for the Rocks okay. video. I, that, know, that makes like perfect sense. I argued
3: last week to get, that we needed to give it to Vollering, and now that Spencer is here, I guess. But she's had it. officially.
2: No, she had. Yeah, it that's
3: like
0: why we gave second. it to her.
2: She had it. Which is official. Which is official. That's why Which we do things this way. And now, it, way. It, and now um, it's back to Ellie Jackson.
0: Yeah, little guy. Um, no, no, no. Tim, Tim, it, little guy, step out of the, the room dis- for a second. Little guy, step, the, the, the step, step, step out the, of the room, step the, the, the out of the de- room.
2: The dejected Tim, look. Oh, Tim, Tim I need I to explain.
0: talk, I need to talk to you yeah. about little right. guy. Uh, yeah. I don't think he gets it. I think he, I think he's maybe losing the plot on the podcast a little bit. Um, That's we possible. don't, oh, wait, like there are I'm other, here. there are other side, there are other podcasts that like hype up whoever's winning uh-huh. the most or doing the best stuff or just like, uh, good at time trials or whatever. Um, that's not this show. This show is about, <laughs> like, the human aspect, the 16th place aspect, um, it, things like that. Uh, how can we get him back on, on the right page? Just what? something to think about. We'll yeah, talk about it offline. About.
2: Well, before we um, call him back, I just I just want to say that, like, the problem is, is that following is just too damn good. That's a very human element.
3: she's I mean, a I'm robot. With you. Like, That's
2: clearly a robot. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like... Wins everything. It's amazing. Uh-huh. All right, uh-huh. little guy. I'm gonna take you off mute. You can come back in.
3: Hey, what'd you guys talk about? Hey. You guys talk hey, about America. Like no, I just hey. I just said uh, look
0: like a million bucks. Nice. I just said so, to ask little uh, Tim something about a stroke because I feel like I was
2: gonna have uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, event promotion help. Hey, slow ride pod. I have a serious question. I have had the pleasure of racing a few races that both Matt and Spencer helped organize and hold. Uh-oh. First off, to, to <laughs> say that just. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, okay, Andrew, let me tell you something. If you did an event that these two organized and held, uh-huh. I guarantee I was the one doing all the work. Tim, you haven't lived no, here. Hang on, haven't lived here yeah. since no, hang on, Tim. Yeah, like 2010.
3: Like it's very possible. There were what, do you do? Many, what did you do?
2: Many
0: years that you did not let you, like you were in Chicago, you're in Florida, you're all <laughs> <Are we> jet setting <laughs> around. We did all of the work to keep that team uh, and all wow. those events you, afloat. Wow. You were I, I, yeah. a great I, figurehead I, I, is... for it, but just, I'll continue. Just, just, uh, just. Call I remember you know, that
3: I'm announcing at the race does not count as we going to help me organize the race. <laughs> you did
0: attend several events via telephone, yeah, Tim. A yeah. telephono. Yeah.
2: They were probably nextels, but yeah. Uh, I remember they were great. Now it's my turn. I'm organizing a cyclocross race at the end of October at Jackson Meadow. Okay.
0: All
2: right. As someone Tough. who's never organized a bike race, but someone who has had, who's held multiple events on our farm, I know all those insurance and boring logistics. What I'm asking for is help building momentum and drawing people to the event. So what do you think I should do? I've got a race email address made and an Instagram handle going so far. There's a food mm-hmm. truck who will, be out, who will also be out there. I think I have a decent pool of live bands to choose from. But what else can I do? Thanks, Andrew. So this is the, Jack, the return of the Jackson Meadows cyclocross yes, you know. race. So first off, you need a kick-ass name. Jackson Meadow, cool. Return of the Ultimate Jackson Meadow psychocross Race. For those that don't know what Jackson Meadow is, do yourself a favor, just Google it. It's like straight out of an M Night Shyamalan uh, movie. <laughs> it's a, it's an architectural masterpiece in eastern, in the eastern Twin Cities metro area. Yeah. It's an architectural gem, built nice. into the environment. It's not it is a little weird that you got to like drive your car all the way out there to live with nature and what cars do to nature. But that's a whole nother topic, but it is, that's the story of this event is Jackson Meadow. See the thing, Can you first, put the course around the houses?
3: It kind of goes around the house already a little bit. I mean,
2: yeah.
0: It
3: uses it's most so of the ski trails. The thing about Jackson Meadow is my first thought is always Adam Bergman hitting the barrier at 4,000 miles an hour busting his collarbones and that's all i think about with jackson
0: Meadow. yeah don't so mm, yeah Yeah,
3: put the barrier in a spot that's not a million miles an hour because it is after you slow him down a few years i just i want the flyer to say jackson meadow the barrier will not hurt you
0: no nobody remembers this anymore um here's here's what to do yeah now you've got a great venue iconic venue it's actually pretty uh, it's a pretty it's okay as far as a course location. Uh you know, and that's fine. You've got a little you know, a little legwork to do to get to win the hearts and minds. Now, our race was famously at the National Sports Center soccer complex around the velodrome that was also there. Um also pretty bad terrain. Um we had to kind of convince people that you could put a good race there. And I don't know that we ever really did, but we made <laughs> it fun enough that people showed up. And uh-huh. the way that you get people to show up and have fun and be like, we'll come back to this event again, you is to back? sell it... What?
2: Oh, okay. Keep you going. sell
0: it to their kids. Because... Yeah, Your target house. market is a master's racer. So, if you, uh, this is a tough one, but if you can offer some kind of childcare or at least some volunteer that's going to watch the kids, a slam dunk, right? Well, we famously best, had, next the, best thing. had the, the bounce house yes. for many years. Next so best thing the kids, so. is the bounce house. Yeah. You just, you? it was like 180 bucks rental. They come drop off this inflatable bouncy castle. Everyone loves it. Uh, you're killing it. That that is uh, my number one piece of advice.
2: So, guys, what was great about the bounce house is it was my idea, and second, uh-huh. um, it was a fantastic way to get kids there. Spencer, I agree with you there. Um, what were the other great things that Little Guy Racing brought to events? One was we gave the winner of the third place or the category three race a bag of sand with their their prize money. Stuffed into the bag of sand, so they would have to yes. take the literal sandbag to get their fifteen dollar check. Yes. Jordan Cullen knows all yep. about that.
0: Yep, you can um, get five dollar bag of or a bag of five pound bag of uh, play sand playground. from the uh, Home Depot or the Lowe's or whatever.
2: So just a tip. I think the juxtaposition of having like a concert, like some like punk bands there at Jackson Meadow could just put it over the top you may not get a bunch of cyclists there ever again no but it's a quite the backdrop i mean it's it's really is an architectural thing.
0: uh it's there's gonna be some folk music probably
2: is that's why it's
0: probably on the docket it's, prob- um, it's
2: probably in the hoa like <laughs> there's certain like amplified uh, rules in that uh, HOA. but for here's
0: space. some other things you got the resurrection of this race happening, right? Uh, like you've told us that much. Uh, it is a race that used to happen. You're bringing it back. Uh, it was called Jackson Meadow Cyclocross. That's okay. You're doing it in October. That's great. It's the, probably the best month you could be in uh, for cyclocross in Minnesota. But I'm thinking you jazz up the name a little bit. Can you can you be the haunting of Jackson Meadow? Can uh, you be ghosts? of jackson meadow can you be uh, it is
2: a pretty scary place
0: jackson meadow rises again you know like play with it uh play in that space a little bit come up with something um you know the, the the walking dead is hot right now last of us is hot like it's all about zombies right now like maybe you can tie into that somehow i don't know
2: correct on last of us walking dead um i don't even is that still on the air
0: I don't know. People like okay. it though. All Maybe all uh, right. on the bottom of the flyer, in the corner, just say,
2: "Hey, a special appearance, um, Pedro Pascal." <laughs> I mean, that's, that's gonna get so. That so what I was gonna say, Spencer, was, when was the last Mid-We- Midwest single speed championship held? Uh,
0: probably the last year that I helped put on the event, which would have been 2013. Yeah, I unless again. I got third, yeah.
3: you guys. Do you guys know that?
0: Yeah, Um, Yeah. unofficial championships are are another way. I don't know that anybody really came out for that, but it's a fun thing to put on the
2: flyer. um, Urgent, slow ride championship belt nomination. Urgent. Hi, all. I know you have a pending nomination for Demi Vollering for her absolute domination of this (coughs) year's road season. If you measure success by race wins, surely her spring puts her at the top. But there are other ways to measure success, like, for instance, winning your first mountain bike cross-country XC race as an elite, spraying your bottle of champagne into the crowd, knocking back the foamy dregs, and then being handed a bottle from the second-place finisher, the current world champion, who happens to also be a multi-time, multi-discipline world champion, and then taking a swig of hers, too. That, my friends, (laughs) is what success looks like to me. Yeah. That's it for me, and don't forget to always drink the champagne of all the world champions that you see out on the road. And it is from Chris, and Chris gives us the link of Puck Petirce pulling off the win, the XC win, and then taking PFP's champagne yeah. um, while on the podium. It's great. Chris, love it. Too bad we don't take nominations from listeners.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is unfortunate, but you, he is correct. following is not, not a good... Uh... <laughs> not a good choice and not really in the uh, you see even the uh, listeners understand it's not about who wins the most I don't I don't know um, we're gonna need
2: a, we're gonna need a rival belt organization little guy for you you know like, like uh, a boxing I mean, champion there's gonna be the undisputed multi uh, multi I'm just belt putting champion. it
0: out there for any listeners that are new that don't get it because surely the three of us are solid in our foundational understanding of what our own belt is for Uh, I don't think anybody here would have a problem.
2: Uh, You know, Spencer, that brings us to our next review. Um, Hip to Fred's, uh, the slow ride. These guys were once super cool bike messengers, at least in their own mind. Now they are older, losing touch. They're Fred's that banter about inane and and usually inaccurate things. Sometimes funny, but mostly sad and a waste of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to be funny, at least try to be in the ballpark of accuracy.
3: Funny about accuracy. Chimicus. Thanks,
2: Kimicus. Is the name. All right. The one I, star. I'm, we got a one star. A one star. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. You yeah. know. Cool. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time to give us a review. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, I feel like it. there's not. Okay, so let, I'm gonna just run let's, through this real quick. Let's break. Let's break this. These one guys were one super cool bike message All right. Now, first of all, already an inaccuracy in this review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no yeah. Who's inaccurate accurate now? Are super cool. Um, at least in their own mind. Okay, never mind. I take it back. They are actually correct because that was a tongue-in-cheek statement. Um, now they're older, losing touch. I feel like 100%. that's true for me. Uh, Tim, are you losing touch? 100%. Okay. I, I think guy, I want to ride today, though. I'm gonna do a I think little guy's still kind of... In the same spot he was when we started, which is actually out of touch. So ah, this is yeah. <laughs> it's not going well. Okay. i
3: come back to where I began.
0: Fred's that banter about inane and usually inaccurate things. Now we have discussed at length. Fred's is not an insult. No, it's not. Uh, maybe he meant Frank's if he wanted to try and insult us. um.
2: You know, I'm not like this one, this is where it's I don't I don't think we're inane.
0: I mean maybe. We Somebody, might.
2: That's that's fine. I'm, I'm gonna see what the de- definition of but, inane is. Ooh, <laughs> like, stupid. I, I think mean, you're come... shouldn't okay. have looked that up.
0: It's the last <laughs> one that, that gets me, right? Uh if you want to be funny, at least try to be in the ballpark of accuracy. What does that mean?
2: The ballpark of accuracy?
0: Like If I'm trying to be funny, it doesn't matter if I'm... Anyway, I also... I don't know what we get all that wrong. Like, I pretty pretty much have first cycling pulled up in front of me all the time when I'm talking about results, Uh, you know? Maybe it's the pronunciations. The pronunciations, I could see. But, I mean, you could argue that it's kind of funny.
2: I mean, I think we're kind of out of touch, but... I think we're still in touch. I mean, we still Kinda have like, been living this lifestyle. I mean, we've been talking about this weekly on a podcast for over 7 years. Trust me, guys, wouldn't want to sacrifice any moment of that. Yeah. One don't, hour don't a week. Don't need to see
0: my wife or kids. Yeah, It's fine. Yeah.
2: It's great. Sunday Sunday nights, love hanging out yeah. with you guys, not putting the kids to bed. Yeah. It's perfect.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I appreciate the review. It's totally fine. If you don't like us, we're not your cup of tea. Totally fine. Uh, one-star yeah. review. Totally fine. Seems It seems like. Do
2: you think it's a rival podcast? Kind of. It seems a little bit like possible. Uh, Because. (laughs) Because it's
0: just like, this person clearly yeah has listened to more than one episode and then was like one star and I'm like I don't think that's possible. Like if you listen to enough to kind of understand and get the show and get the point of view, even if it's not your cup of tea, even if you're like nah, I kind of hate this, I don't want to come back. That's fine, but you listen to enough that you to figure that out. That I feel like yeah. that's a three star review, no matter what, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like a five on the Juro scale.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's like watching the Juro and just shrugging.
2: Yeah, just on. sort of like I tried it out; it wasn't for me. Moving on. So, um, we got a couple of other emails. I just want to give a quick shout out, uh, Derek. We got your email about the um, six thirteen. We're working on a, a new concept, maybe maybe to be unveiled the first time ever on a in a podcast next week so uh stay tuned we'll see if that one uh makes the cut but um, i'm
0: on the edge of my seat yeah
2: so i have a um a friend of mine uh that recently moved to richmond virginia okay and he is experiencing out of town form (gasps) i would ride with him here it's um, been a while since we've
0: talked about out of town form
2: out of town form maybe my My favorite concept that we have created here on the Slow Ride Podcast, I think it's one of the few organic things that has come up that actually rings of truth. So for the uh, uninitiated, for the (laughs) one-star reviewers, the the out-of-town form is the concept that when you move to a new town, you experience some of the best cycling fitness of your life because you're new, you don't know a ton of people. You're meeting people by going on the local ride. You're doing Mm -hmm. all you can to keep up with the local ride because like you don't want to get dropped because you don't know where you are. So you're like in the group and you're constantly trying hard and you also your social world is not around like like work or other stuff like you're not getting pulled yet to like, oh, there's a farmer's market on Sundays down the road and you're like, no, I got to go for the ride. I got to meet people. It's like a four to six month like phenomenon. It's yeah. and I've experienced it a couple of times. Some of some of my best fitness, Chicago uh never never in the Twin Cities, because I knew the I I knew right. where to drag myself back down hanging out with you guys. So you'd be like, Oh, let's go get pizza. And it's like, it's,
0: oh. it's also um, you know, when the town line sprint is coming and there's that ringer in the group oh, yeah. who's gonna crush everyone, you don't know who that ringer is. So you just sort of go for it and you take them like all yeah. the way to the line and they still crush you. But everybody
2: in the group is like, whoa, did you
0: see that who's new guy? New, like who's the to, new guy
2: yeah. Took Bob all the way to the line? Like, oh, so my friend has got the out of town form right now doing lots of rides. Okay. He pointed Amazing. out to me something that really has made me lose respect for Uh-oh. the Richmond cycling road community. Uh Um, And I want to give a shout out to Frank Cundiff, who we got to sleep on his floor, to the fine folks over at the Richmond Cycling Corps, who I get to work with through my day job. Great cycling town. But we got to do something here. I noticed this when I go to like my friend Strava. There's a propensity for Richmond road cyclists to say that that a ride is spicy. Like, ooh, that ride had a lot of spice in it. Ooh, that was four chili peppers today. Okay. It's this this world of spice, being, I don't know a, um, a a, a stand in for uh-huh. like a, lots of attacks, a hard uh-huh. ride, yeah, yeah, a fast ride. The ride was spicy, level five. Yeah. yeah, it it really bothers me. I don't like that. What's the problem? Spice. You
1: just don't just want say to it was
2: a hard spicy. ride. <laughs> yeah, don't call it spicy. What is this? <laughs> You know, that's a that's a trend that can happen in Richmond, and they can stick with it. Huh? Uh, what would you prefer? Just Ooh, that was a hard ride. Ooh! Is, wow! Oh, sorry, Tim. Great, great uh, sorry. job, Spencer. You went, sorry. <laughs> you went sorry, really Tim. hard today.
0: Let me let me come back at, the, at you again. When you when I'm posting this hard ride on Strava, <laughs> what emoji do I use for boy? That was a hard ride.
2: Uh, eggplant would be good. Um, no, I mean, I that's don't know. not
0: very inclusive.
2: What if Very there's true. all
0: kinds of people in my ride? What if I
2: don't want to use Snake uh, Clean? Yeah. Uh I don't know. There's a rock, maybe? It's gotta be something. I'm just, just, just What a about voice. a what about a little spice a pepper? Hammer? Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's the spice pepper and, the, and like they, they populate the this the Strava comments with like a pepper rating. It's I just huh. just not into you, it. Huh.
3: You have the Slowray podcast and the pizza rankings here that we do.
2: Yeah, don't I love spice. Like I love uh, I love sriracha. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I love Tabasco. It's a little uh-huh. too watery. Um, how many I'm, I'm, I'm a,
0: How I'm many peppers big... would you give a Tabasco uh, as, as compared one. to a sriracha?
2: Oh, five for sriracha, one for Tabasco. It's one of the worst, unless it's the Chipotle version. Now, see, a Tabasco, you, you, which, you don't which even which need I to, to steal from Chipotle. It's great.
0: You don't even need to explain the details behind it because when you say, uh oh, Tabasco is a one pepper," and sriracha is a five pepper
2: i understand exactly what you're trying to convey hey, so five rocks would be i know where you're trying to get here spencer i'm uh-huh. just the spice that is a, a uh-huh. okay uh, we're on hot
3: sauce uh, i just want everyone to go check out mr fuzz's nuclear nectar the packaging alone <laughs> will blow your mind it's also really it's delicious
2: where do you get where do you get nec- mr fuzz's nuclear well, nectar
3: in the Twin Cities you can get it anywhere. You can get it at all the grocery stores, all the co ops.
2: Uh, all the co ops? Oh, all the all the co ops? Like th- they have yeah, they don't I have an exclusive so. at the one down the oh, road for me? No, no, no.
3: Mr. Fuzz's <laughs> Nuclear Nectar. Go check it out, people. This okay. is a free ad for Mr. Fuzz's Nuclear Nectar at the pack team. Wow. It's gonna blow your mind. All
2: yeah, right. Good stuff. So, um Spencer, we, we also get uh we did get accused earlier, but we do get accused a lot that we're not riding bikes. Um but you sir have joined the ranks yeah. of the Slow Ride Podcast Cargo Bike Club. And I am absolutely thrilled to have you here. You have, I would say, the best of the bikes. It's my dream bike. Congratulations. Tell us a little bit about what's in the fleet.
0: Yeah, I uh, I didn't want to uh, come in uh, unless I came in as hot as I possibly could. Would you say um, a lot of spice on that bike? I would say at least six chili peppers uh, on this uh, bad boy. Um, And I guess um, what also I should stipulate when I say I'm coming in hot with a new cargo bike, I should say my wife is coming in hot with a new cargo bike because she bought it. I'm just riding it uh, whenever I can uh, because it's an awesome bike. We went out and uh, she went out and got the um, Larry versus Harry um, E-Bullet. We got the EP8. Uh, so, you can check that out on their. Larry Saw picture of it. Versus
2: Harry. W- what do they call the website. color? What do they call the color that you got? Color,
0: uh, yeah. clockwork. Clockwork we got? Clockwork. Clockwork. Clockwork.
2: Oh, so good.
0: It's so good. Uh, yeah, it's been really good. Um, I got to ride it around. I sold uh, some neighbors a couple blocks away our old lawnmower and got to pack it up on the front of the cargo bike and bike it over there.
2: So, that was my first uh, cargo so- delivery. So it's an e-cargo. What's it got? Like a Bosch mid motor? Like what? like is it a uh, hub motor? Like what's it's it? It's got
0: the what's Shimano, it? uh, uh, I think the step system. I don't even know. Okay. Um, it is, uh, yeah. Crank mounted mid motor, okay. um, deal. And it's and awesome.
2: Do you have a bucket of some kind? Is it a board that covers or is it an open frame right now?
0: Uh, well, we got the bucket installed now. Yeah. So we've okay. got that going on. Um, but it's so removable.
2: What I, yeah, see, mine's kind of a pain. I've got the Yuba Super Marche. What I really like about yours is that it's the um, the steering. It's the rod act, actuated steering. Yeah. It just looks, Pretty it looks nice. so awesome. Where mine is cable and it's just very loosey-goosey. Um, also, I don't have an e-bike version. Uh, in uh, your hometown there of, um, I don't know if it's a, a, a brain fart. But yeah, it's like East Hampton. <laughs> Massachusetts or something. Pretty,
0: pretty <laughs> much, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Sag Harbor, Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, how hilly is it? Uh, it's pretty hilly. Uh,
0: it is pretty hilly, Tim, and uh, it's handy to have the E assist okay. for that. Um, we got the three, three levels of assist it can have. So, um, have pretty, you,
2: pretty handy. Have you ridden in the bucket? And done like a video, like footage or anything like it? Like, oh, I'm a messenger riding between cars.
0: No, Uh, we don't have enough traffic for that really. Um, Okay. But we did, a little guy will be proud. uh, We did make a trip to the co-op today with it. So that's what it's
3: for, man. That's what. Think about how much
2: lichen you can put in that thing too. Oh, yeah. Hey, I know
3: some spots you could go ride with it.
2: Oh yeah? Uh, some, like, well you have to tell me I, about that sometime. I don't think I've heard of it. I'm, I'm totally jealous. I listen back um, to some
0: old episodes. I think it's in there.
2: Did you have uh-huh. to buy it through a dealer here in the US? Or because I know it's a Netherlands-based company. Like how, how hard yeah, was it for yep. uh, your better yes. house to get done?
0: Pretty tricky. Uh there are some supply chain uh randomness uh with it a little bit. We were trying to work with a dealer in New York, uh, state. New York City, I guess, about uh, getting one, and they were just having a lot of trouble. And one popped up. Uh, a good friend of ours out in Ohio uh, had a had a local shop that had one that had a customer that decided they didn't want it anymore after they had ordered it. And we swooped in and were able to just grab that one because it was exactly what we wanted. Um, That's awesome. And uh, our friend Spencer in Ohio was able to actually deliver it on a recent trip that he was making that, through Vel- New England area. So that was uh, Vel- that worked Velo out Spence? very well.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. He, he should be a guest host of the podcast sometime. I'm starting to think. Yeah. He's been putting a little a lot of legwork. Even though his work, club yeah. is crew fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh man, Spencer, I'm totally jealous. Congratulations. Congrats. Welcome to the Cargo Bike Club. Um Yeah. Excited to be here. Um you know, <laughs> we're just happy to be nominated really. I mean, You're not getting the belt for this. Life. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh uh, well. Well, Spencer, it's so great having you back. So great to hear how um little guy, Bodenheimer and I did not completely burn down the house. Not completely. Just, just I mean the, the I smoke am detectors went off.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for this coming Tuesday when this episode comes out and I can listen to it and find all the inaccuracies in this episode and then let <laughs> you know about it next week as well.
2: So I it's hope. A rejuvenated, Spencer. I hope this is good. <laughs> it's a whole, <laughs> it. whole, whole new, uh, whole new Spencer. I'm loving it. Well, uh, like gentlemen, five, I wouldn't trade this spice, for the world.
0: Uh, pepper uh, emoji, Spencer. Yeah. Oh,
2: 439 episodes of the Slow Ride podcast. A few, uh, few miscounts in there. A couple of others, but we're quickly getting up to uh, episode uh, 450. Um, maybe we we'll get some new shirts made. Maybe. Point. We're, we're awesome. the beacon of production. Um, I'd like to thank all of the listeners and supporters, of the wide angle podium network, as mentioned in the pre lap head over to wideanglepodium.com and find out all about our family of shows. Special shout out to Amanda Nauman with the all new grodio podcast, um, from this past week. We'd also like to, um, thank Hammerhead head to hammerhead.io and check out the crew too, and use the promo code slow ride for your very own heart rate strap. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the slow ride pod. And as always email us at the slow at gmail.com where all of your emails are gratefully received and we will do our best to respond and read them on the air. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. This is Matt
0: in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer next door to East Hampton, Massachusetts, reminding you <laughs> to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road the slow ride podcast bikes advice and rumors straight from the source the and on
3: twitter at the slow ride pod.
2: Hey, little guy, I know you're going to fix this in post, but where are you, man? It's just a qu- quick little button. You just got to press it.
0: Let's make another cup of tea.
2: Eh, yeah, I respect that. Making us wait.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a power move.
2: <laughs> Very much a power move. Thanks for joining us, little guy.